Hello, Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. We're jumping right into it because we had weird technical issues. Wee! Thanks, OBS. We appreciate you. <laughs> and by I'm hoping that, it'll actually show up on Twitch because right now all I see is the dead screen. I so. think I think if we hit the thing. So I just hit start streaming oh, yeah, it's, again. It's, I see us live. Okay. Oh, okay. Seems to be working. We're good. Okay. Sorry about there that, we folks. We last time it was Discord, and now it's my camera being like, "No, I don't want to focus on you." Um, welcome back to Cast Incorporated. It's been a month. It's been a crazy month, y'all. Uh, we appreciate you hanging out and staying with us, though. I really, really do. Uh, I, as always, am your GM, Alex the Humanoid, and I am joined by our mucho wonderful cast, who I've been chatting with for the last couple hours about some stuff. We're talking about nemesis Nemesis? Nemesai? Nemesai? Nemesis. Something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Rick and Brad says we can see us, which is wonderful. Ah, uh. uh, Yes. The joys of streaming. Uh, first in the shoot today is our good friend Caleb playing Zed Lane. Embrace others for their difference, for that makes you whole. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Uh, next in the shoot is Kaylee playing our intrepid hacker and entangled Chone. There is surviving and there is living. It's your choice. And last, and but certainly not least, is Michael playing our Leo Maxi. And if all my life was wasted, I don't mind. I'll watch it go. It's uh, better to die numb than to feel it all. Oh, ouch! Ooh. Dang, is that foreshadowing? Ow. I think it might be. Way to start on a depressing note. Jeez, Ugh. here we go. Uh, I first would like to take a moment and congratulate our friends over at the RPG Academy, Michael at the RPG Academy, for successfully funding Action 12 Cinema. Uh, I got an email that says I jumped in when somebody popped out of the large ones. So I'm going to do some art. I get some art hey, uh, of me. Didn't we talk about maybe we, what your art was going to be? Uh, yes, I did, we did settle on doggo and parachutes. I I I was pick, I was voting hard for lying on your back, pointing your gun up in the air, going ah. But yeah. dog and parachute definitely wins. I mean, he could still be doing that with the mm -hmm. dog, also there with guns. Sure. I mean, you know, we obviously need inappropriate firearms to fire at something for our '80s yeah. action movie. Uh, so congrats <laughs> to the folks over there for Action Twelve Cinema and successfully funding their Kickstarter. So good work on that, guys. Um, I am super excited to see the book when it comes out. Um, obviously because I'm a backer. So, um, <laughs> all right, moving along. I know it's been a month. So, uh, at the end of, uh, during the last episode, the team having located, uh, Kelly Aguilar's consort's, uh, current apartment, they conducted a series of surveillance overflights, learning that actually Kelly Aguilar's consort is less than a mile from where they are right now. Um, after doing some drone overflights and setting in some, I believe, spider drone, this is what they used, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. they rolled through the entire apartment and discovered that that apartment is not being used as an apartment. Um, 
very chilly. They're pretty sure that Kelly Aguilar has created a humaniform Rav out of a person and that that is a storage and maintenance facility for the humaniform Rav known as Jesse Overton. And that's where we're going to pick up tonight's episode. Uh, the team's been surveilling it for a couple of days now. Um, she's left Olive twice, uh, once to go to church. And you had drones following her the whole way. Mm -hmm. And the second time was to go to dinner. Uh, she went to a uh, Chinese buffet by herself. I'm pretty sure Chone complained the entire time watching because they wanted Chinese at that point. So. <laughs> okay, guys, it has been several days. Are, are, are we ready to go in yet? I've been ready for the last 48 hours. Yeah, so, I, I think it feels safe at this point. I'm... I'm still worried that Aguilar could show up at any moment, but I don't know what else we can do. We've got to get in there. We've got to see that computer. You've got to get access to it. It will never be safe, but the risk is minimal at this point. All right. Go after sunset then. Okay. What are you preparing before you head to her apartment? Uh, Joan's going to get dressed in the same, like, medium armor that they used when the last time we went after Kelly Aguilar, uh, see season one, uh, and, uh, grab, uh, a bunch of, uh, get some drones ready, a couple more drones just in case, and some, some data spikes to download data to if need be. Maxi is outfitting himself in, uh, Again, the full armor kit, a breach kit. Uh, Maxi will also bring a, a small sawed-off shotgun and also a handful of short-range EMPs. Okay. And Zed is wearing uh, some, a couple layers of nano silk under some light armor. Uh, he has the custom whisper pistol that Maxi gave him back in season one. And that is really the only weapon he carries. John also has uh, their custom whisper pistol and their vibro katana. I also forgot I have an EMP net that we're going to bring along too. Mm. You do recall that there were two Sanocorp Tetsu Ravs. Uh, inside the apartment uh, after mm -hmm. doing the significant surveillance. Uh, your original thoughts were right. When she returns both times, the Tetsus perform a series of tests and medical procedures on her once she's back in the gurney. Yeah, and then they go dormant. Yep. Okay. So I think I, we're gonna do the. I think we're gonna do the same sort of approach we did because uh, it worked so well last time, and take like a, a drone up 
and go high above the building and then come straight down into the blind spot. So are you spy rigging yourselves? Are you guys going like where it's an auto drone and you're basically just rigged to the bottom? Or are you going inside of a larger drone? Are you trying to keep the lower profile, but lower profile? Mm -hmm. How does Zed feel about spy rigging himself to the bottom of a drone? Uh, Well, as a rule, Zed is not unaccustomed to a wide variety of rigging. However you want to interpret that. Uh, But flying underneath a robot is very upsetting to him. Uh, but he's going to be a good good teammate and power through as best he can. Okay. Um, and you're remote piloting this drone. Are you not, Chone? Like, yes. basically off your device? Mm-hmm. All right. So you head to the roof of your place. Uh, quick deploy the drone. Unfold it and hook yourselves via D-ring to the underside of the carriage, each of you. Uh, Three of the four spots now being occupied. Uh, You think for a moment, wondering where stitches might be. Hoping she is well. And you're off. Uh, First off, give me a piloting check. If I remember correctly, I don't actually have piloting. I was just going to kind of set the auto the uh, auto soft to say, take us over. Okay, so how are you programming? Are you going? How high are you going to go before you start traversing laterally and then coming back down? Give me an altitude. Uh, and I assume you're going dark, so no running lights. Correct. How tall is their building compared to ours? Actually, that doesn't matter. I'm going to go 500 feet above their building level. Okay. Please don't say the building is 23,500 feet tall. No, it's about 24 stories, so call it 320 once you account for equipment, overages, things like that. Looks like they've Mm -hmm. got high ceilings. So... Damn vaulted ceilings. Yeah, their building is it actually a little silly. shorter than yours. Um, so you come up 500 feet. Um, program a thing. Fortunately for you, you are north of the main like office core of Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. You're all wearing black. And of course, Maxie made sure that y'all had nothing shiny on your buckles or anything beforehand. Uh Checking for for light noise and sound. Yes, everything uh, metal is a matte finish. Yes, uh, and uh, I assume you're all wearing masks. Yeah, balaclava mm-hmm. style. Balaclava. Mm-hmm. I got a helmet, so I've got my mask, and then my helmet's over it. Right. So looking at the building, as you come up over the top, you can see there are two large air conditioning units being fed by two pipes uh, to the north of them. There's the maintenance entrance just to the north of those that piping system. And then there's a drop down to the penthouse uh, to the east and west, to the two penthouse suites. 
So are you going building core with the elevators or where are you where are you dropping in at? I think we're gonna drop in near the air conditioner air conditioning units. Okay, are you gonna more toward the exterior of the building or between the air conditioner and the building core access? Uh between. Okay. Give me one more software check. Maxi concurs. Thank you, Maxi. Uh, uh Zed has his eyes closed, so so I hate to do this this early in the game, but I have to control alt delete that nat one. Oh no, that's oh. not good. Ooh. On the upside, it almost critted. So uh, that's a really good roll. 37, 52, 72. Zed, with your eyes closed, you feel your feet gently touch the roof. And you can disconnect I, your D-ring now. I immediately undo the rig and uh, take a few very careful paces away from the drone and do some deep breathing to center myself. Okay. Uh, literally right next to you is a doorway to the mechanical access center of the building. Um, it's a steel doorway. Electronic strike lock. Looks like it has a uh, NFC reader next to it. Okay. Can I detect any wireless signals for the building oh yeah you you see all the wire it's got security along the thing um again you found this spot before because it's a camera blind spot mm -hmm. uh, once we go inside it will not be camera blind so i want to get in there and uh start doing running looper on the footage give me a networks check Oof. 40. okay uh, you spot the interior surveillance system for the common areas, and you do see there's a camera just inside the doorway. Um, mm -hmm. Give me a software to run a looper on it. Why couldn't that nat 20 be on the roll, not on the bonus? Uh, 52. Yeah. You've got it successfully looped. Okay. Maxi, uh, inside there's a camera. I've got it taken care of. They won't see a thing. Very good. Is everyone ready? Let's go. Yep. Maxie will take point on entry. The door is locked. I presume I should get the lock too. So please hold. Physical lock or digital lock? It's both. NFC. Okay. Uh, it has a mechanical override. Do you want to try that first? Yours will likely make less noise. 49. You hear the electric strike on the deadbolt engage and disengage the deadbolt. And the door just goes just a little bit. Tone does very florid like after you gesture. Wonderful. Maxi will... Enter, uh, checking corners, clearing corners, I should say, uh, moving slowly. Give me a perception the, uh... check. Right. Do numbers, numbers, numbers. 16. 
so as you enter into the do into the the uh, mechanical room, uh, the floors are a brushed concrete. Directly in front of you is a set of concrete stairs going down. There is the harsh glare of a white industrial class light above you. Uh, to the left of the doorway is a series of mechanical panels. It looks like the control systems for the um, fire systems, the fire suppression systems, the elevator, and uh, the baseline uh, security systems for the building. As well as the sprinklers on the grounds below and uh, control for the in-building AC and the pool out back. But notably, none of the, obviously, none none of the controls that would be uh, controlling anything in the, in the room in question. No, you got to go down. It's all internal. Yeah, you got to go down two floors to get there. Okay. uh, Because she's not on the penthouse suite. Yeah. Maxi will start moving, uh, moving lower in the building. What's your order of march? So I was thinking if Maxie's taking point, Zed can be behind him and off to the side a little bit in yep. like a maneuver we've practiced and um, where, where Maxie would take take point on a shooter or a threat and then Zed would be able to provide some crossfire or some support. Uh, Chone is probably going to come right behind Zed. Uh, Their hand, left hand is on his belt, kind of just keeping track because they're also in their tech head watching the camera feeds of what's up ahead. Okay. And what's behind us. Okay. Not the loop version, the actual version. Okay. Uh, Good. Uh, So you head down the first flight of concrete stairs as you reach the bottom of that there's another mechanical access point to the interior of the elevator shaft um and your mind flickers back to the last time you were inside of an elevator shaft we'll do better this time no um i mean not a bad time for zed or maxi we did okay we parkoured the shit out of that yes yes you did um as you Come up to that spot. The stairs narrow to a set of metal stairs going down, zigzagging next to the elevator shaft. Are you going to go into the elevator shaft or are you going to... Would the would the access stairs get us down two floors? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It follows, the, it follows the elevator all the way down. I don't feel like we have a reason to go in the elevator shaft at the moment. Like we haven't, our surveillance of the building didn't reveal anything that would cause us to yeah, need to do that. Right. Yeah. Let's stay, let's stay out of the shaft for now. Yeah. The shaft is not a friendly place right now. Okay. Uh, you head down two stories and reach an access door that goes out into the common areas. Anything on video out there? Give me a perception check. 24. 
you don't see anybody in the hallway now since you decided to go after dark it's probably about what time did you decide to leave i mean it got dark at about 7 45 probably just after dusk yeah would you say would would that sound good to everybody just after dusk works for me okay uh you don't see anybody in the hallway at present where all right so we can um, Maxi can open the door and, and like take one side and Zed can yep. take the other side and from the interior yeah. of the uh of the maintenance stairs it's a crash bar opening into the common areas so it's made to come out into the common areas for maintenance staff uh so there's no lock on your side okay um I've rolled a stealth check for Maxi at a 25 okay uh you very quietly open the door kind of peep around the corner and you still don't see anyone Maxi is going with his pistol at the moment as well okay uh, I want to uh, very subtly prop the door open because I assume it would lock from the common area side it does so did I have like some gaff tape <laughs> In my in my uh, equipment bag. Oh yeah. All right. So can I just put a little tape over the the door catch so it won't actually latch? Or, yep. Or is this one? Is this like one of those crash bars where if you pull the crash bar out, it'll pop the locks? No. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna in case we need a quick exit. Okay. You successfully tape it. Did you roll a stealth for the for the sound of the tape? I can roll a stealth for the sound <laughs> of the tape. <laughs> Did you bring the loudest roll of gaff tape in the world? <laughs> I didn't take the plastic off when I got it at the Home Depot, so I got to undo the plastic seal first <laughs> and then find the edge with my little fingernail. <laughs> oh, very nice. You peel no. you you start peeling and just like one little strip comes off. It's all stringy and gross. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. okay uh, we've taped the door. The door <laughs> is... The door to the apartment is three down on your left. The floors of the hallway are a white uh, Italian marble. They have a single carpet runner uh, in a deep uh, burgundy red that runs down the center of the hallway. Um, each of the doors are a dark mahogany stained thingy. Each door, separate door has a peephole, um, as well as a small like ring style camera next to it for the doorbell. Uh, Chone, give me, are you looping all of them as you run? As we go by? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to run what, like a, like a three second loop on each. Yeah. Basically as we, once we're by, I'll drop the loop and just keep doing it progressively. Okay. Give me a software check. 41. Okay. Uh, you move down the hallway and reach the door to the target apartment. Candygram. Candygram for Mungo. What are you doing? Avon calling. Uh... 
I'll, right. I'll motion to the door yeah. and then to Chillin. I have a bad feeling about the door. I'm going to try something different. Hold on. Alex, I'm going to try and uh, uh, quantum step through the door to the other side. Give me a determination check. Oof. Bringing out those superpowers early. Uh, I hate to do this so early in the game, but I'm going to use my stubborn ability to reroll the determination check so that <laughs> oh, that boy. one doesn't count. Oh, boy. Wow, we're burning these early in the early yeah, in the session. Okay, that is a 17. Basically, I'm just trying to step through the door to the other side. Uh, you kind of feel as you get, you manage to do it. Mm -hmm. but, but it's 20 years later. Something feels off. Am like, I a baby? No. <laughs> like, you quantum step through the door, but as you do, like, you almost feel something pulling you. Okay. And you got... Like pulling me in or out? Both. Ooh, okay. Right? And you have this, like, very naughty feeling, like, like not in your solar plexus. Oh, okay. Like a knot. Naughty. Like, there's a naughty feeling. Like you swallowed a D20 and it's stuck right in your, mm. right at your solar plexus. Like something feels wrong. Oh. Mm. All right. Is anybody in the room with me? Nope. You step into the room and as the surveillance showed, the apartment is empty. Uh, you step in and see the kitchen directly in front of you. Um, mm -hmm. There is hardwood floor throughout. Um, but is there a security system on the door? Uh, like, like, keypad? like you saw in the last, uh, during your surveillance, the security on the apartment itself is actually very low. Okay. Then I'll open the door for everybody. So outside when Chone does this, there's a split second when they're gone. And Zed just looks over at Maxine. It's uh, going to be one of those types of missions. Hmm. I'm never going to get used to that. And then the door opens while Zed's like, Ugh. pulling, opens the door and pulls on a pair of mittens. Are they pink fluffy mittens? No, they're black. We're on a mission. I mean, they were wearing gloves, but now they're wearing mittens on top of them. Oh, it's yeah, cold, it's in here. cold in here, isn't it? Yeah, when like you step into the apartment, you feel oh, the like, chill. Do you get that? Does that mist come out the door when the door opens? Like, just kind of... A little bit condensation as the air hits each other. I knew I should have worn underwear for this mission. Why start now? Yeah, less of a target, I guess. It's helpful. Certainly now, less of a target. Ouch. Everything gets cold and contracts that's, yeah, Zed. That's, that's the point I was making. Yes. All right. I mean, not I everything mean, contracts. I'm glad you explained the joke up. to each other. There's, <laughs> there's. I feel like I that's believe. the Maxi. There's, there's a Zen and Maxi explain the joke to one another. I believe. I believe it's called <laughs> the Turtle Turtle Turtle. Uh, let's let's discuss our dicks later. Can we figure out what we're gonna do yeah. with this? Please. Creepy it's robot. cold in here. Woman. Yeah. We should we disable the robs. We should first disable the robs. That makes sense. Um... Okay. So the robs are in the, the bedroom to the right. Uh, or rather, to your left. Um, sorry, yeah, to your left. 
You know where they're at. But the door is closed. You want the EMP net? I can open the door. You can probably hit all of them with it. Well, if the Robs are in maintenance mode, would we simply be able to remove the power pack? Give me a... Do any of you have engineering? Hmm. Please hold. Let's see. No. Maxie does not have engineering. Uh, no, I not. do. Do not. Oh. Give me an engineering check. I have microelectronics under engineering. Uh, engineering is a, a core skill. That will work. Okay. Twenty-three. Um, you oh, can't get tonight. getting to the E one twenty one power pack is going to be difficult. The only you don't see any surveillance in this room, but if they're robs. In order to engage them, they have to be engaged from elsewhere. But getting to the black box and disabling them that way um, takes a few minutes. I don't know if I'll have time to disable them. Like, the kind way. Are we short on time? If they wake up and start causing problems, then we will be. Well, if they wake up, we do have the EMP net. I can certainly try. I'll head towards the bedroom. I'd, I would prefer to save the EMP net for... An emergency. Uh, for Jesse, just in case. Okay. So... Do any of you have medical... As a core skill. Or science. No. We had a medic. Um, science? Geez. No, I have I, science I, as a core skill. You do? Ooh, nice. Yes. What do you have skills in? Uh, hold on, I gotta check. Uh, flat Earth Theory. Flat Earth Theory, Chemtrail <laughs> Analytics. <laughs> Uh, lizard people, DNA sequencing, basic stuff, you know. Uh, I have. Now we, need, now we need a picture of Zed going aliens. <laughs> but his hair is still really nice. Yeah. Um, I've got psychology. I've got biology. Give me a biology role. books holy moly uh 22 you're not sure what the effect of an emp net on jesse overton's human form with a raw interior function cybernetic would do like there's something about it that's making you go something's funky there so uh i will add in I mean, it, it might work just for the sake of throwing a big electrical thing at a person, but we don't know what kind of technology is at play here. We don't know how extensive the cybernetics are. That could have totally unpredictable, devastating, unseen uh, Devastating on her? 
plus you're not sure if it would work um uh, i mean it might it might not we don't know most most emp stuff targets typical drones and ROVs and computers that's just you know here's here's cyber stuff hanging around she's she looks like a person and all the robot stuff is on the inside it, it might not work or it might fry her completely and we can't figure anything out or give her superpowers i don't know i mean last resort we might have so did to you, did you drink before we came over here i mean no more than my my usual nightcap were we not supposed to i'm regardless of if you believe it will or not the that net is possibly our best defense against jesse just in case sure yeah um we and, don't have a rav to like counter rav with and and to be perfectly honest said if the net was to fry out jesse's neural interface or to disable jesse it is an unfortunate loss but a loss nonetheless yeah it's acceptable okay so you are attempting to stealthily move into the room with the Ravs and Jesse Overton. Air quotes. Mm -hmm. Give me a stealth nat check. Nat 20. 27 with a nat 20. Uh, Zed, where are 20. you going? Are you going to go in with them? How big is that room? I mean, it's a 14 by 14. It's a decent size. Okay. It, it's, was it, is sorry. it like the master bedroom or is it like a... Yeah. yeah. Which bedroom was it again? It's the one to your character. If you're looking toward the balconies to the left as you come in the door. Oh, so we're like kind of in the kitchen. We're looking towards the balcony. Yeah. Kind of like the master be master bedroom. Yep. Okay. Um, the owner suite. <laughs> I, th I think I'm going to stay at the door. The front door? No, no. I, I the want the door to the bedroom. The door to the bedroom. The like the dining room table is right there. So maybe I can post up kind of in the corner there, crouching a little bit behind the table. Yep. But still with an eye into the bedroom. Sure. Jones going to go with Maxi to back him up. I got a dirty 20 for stealth. Okay. So we'll creep into the room. And, and what do we see when we go into this room? Uh, Obviously, we've seen the surveillance, so we know what the layout is. We know what to expect, I think. Yes. Um, you see against the far wall is the gurney at kind of the three-quarter angle, right? Uh, Jesse Overton is currently strapped to it. Again, Max, it's almost identical to the uh, devices that you and Felix found on that ship. There's a series of medical readouts to her left, uh, showing that her heart is beating, although very slowly. Um, respiration, and I believe, again, I very believe slowly. The, and there are two. I believe those showed, those showed no the no neural activity, correct? That's correct. And then there are two uh, Sanocorp Tetsurovs, one to either side. They appear to be inert currently. Uh, Maxi will level his shotgun at the one to the right of the of the gurney, mm -hmm. and uh, like kind of motion to Chone to start working on the one on the left. 
I will begin to start working on the one on the left. Okay, I need either a microelectronics or a robotics roll. Uh, 21 for microelectronics. Uh, so you get the first one out, but you're pretty sure you broke it. Darn. Like, it occurs to you as you pull it out that having the black box showing where mm -hmm. the Santa Corps had been would have been useful, but you're pretty sure you just broke the black box. Okay. Well, I got another attempt at it. Joan cracks their knuckles and moves over to the other one. Another try? Yep. But the drone on the left is, or that drone is disabled, correct? Yes, it's black box is out. It can't, 20, it can't be 23. activated. 23. I got to stop rolling that white die. That's the one that rolled all the ones. Again, you get it out, but you break it. I couldn't have done much better, so <laughs> oh well. Well, you're not, this is not exactly Chone's like hyper focus, no. like no. specialty. Could, it's too bad I couldn't have used computer hardware. That would have been better. No. I couldn't use my tech head for like reference material, could I? Okay. So, yeah, I literally got two. I rolled a nat 18, so. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't have done much. These better. are exceeding, like, you've seen, like, you've seen diagrams of rover components before, and that's how you knew how to get to the black box once you pop the panel open. Um, yeah. But, I mean, this is what, the, the black box is what holds the quantum communicator that allows the rover to function. It's the rover's heart. Okay. Um, so, and then it's an exceedingly complex piece of hardware. So essentially, you just mull around these things. You're like, Kalimak! Pretty much. Sorry. Okay. So we have, two, we have two disabled Robs, and we have a, a sleepy, sleepy humanoid Rob. Does anything else happen in the apartment? Any alarms go off? Any warning lights go on? Give me a perception check. Oh boy. There's a siren. You might not notice it. Uh well, my perception is a plus one. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. But I got a nineteen. Nineteen total? Yeah. You do see something. Uh pulling something up real quick. Uh, you do see, and I want to make sure I describe this correctly. It's a monkey with symbols. So you're sitting over the thing. You're kind of glancing around. Uh, on the far side of the kitchen, story reference. Uh, on top of the refrigerator, you see a single wireless short-range camera. Uh -oh. Radio-fed. Not high quality. But you didn't notice when you came in and you're guessing because it's not typical it's not on the same bandwidth it's an old looks like it could be running on an A old radio camera. bandwidth and I, I notice it or I notice it like turning on or I just notice that it exists you notice that it's there okay um so I'm I'm kind of crouched there at the door. 
I say, uh, we might still have eyes on us. Uh, Chone's going to quick check the uh, network to see if all the cameras are still disabled in here. No, no, no. There's something on top of the fridge. Looks like old tech, probably not even showing up in your scans. I don't know if that's uh, to downstairs building security. I don't know if that goes to Aguilar. I'll go over and look at it because it's if it's on, it already has seen us. Okay, so you head out there, you look at it. Uh, it's definitely old. Well, it's not old tech. It's new tech that's using old concepts. Mm -hmm. uh, again, its bandwidth is going to be super low and it's super short range. Uh, it sees you, but it's transmitting to and it's transmitting to somewhere nearby, but not at a high quality. Like the the level of, of fidelity of the images is going to be pretty low. Okay. Uh, can I do a scan using uh, radio cell communication and see what I, if I can figure out where the see if it's directional? Yep. Can I use TechHead for that? Nope. Okay. Didn't think so. Had to ask. Oh, you were an 18, and now you're so sad. Um, 16? Best you're going to get out of it is it can't be transmitting more than about 300 meters. But that's a bubble. Right. But you're also... Is that taking into account, like, the building structure, too? You don't know what the structure of this building is. Hmm. But so we know we're a couple floors down from the roof. Right. But the building's probably only 130 meters tall. So put a 300 meter bubble around it. And that's how far it can transmit. I put a loaf of bread in front of the camera. Okay. Then turn and I give Zeta a thumbs up. I, I give I give Chon a thumbs middle. Well, uh, let's I hurry. Took care of the camera. Yeah, but they already saw us probably. So let's hustle. Well, it's been a while already. If they were alerted, they were, somebody would be here. Maxi so somebody's is, going to know we're here. Maxi is camped out in front of Jesse with the net. The net at the ready and uh, his shotgun at his hip. Okay. The side off. Okay. I'm going to go over to the fridge and try to access the quantum computer. Okay. Give me a networks check. <laughs> uh, oh, Zed? Mm. This could get weird. Like... If I start like bleeding or foaming at the mouth, do something. And Chone sits down and tries to slip into the quantum computer. Are you using your abilities to do this, or are you doing this the old-fashioned Chone way? I'm doing it the old-fashioned way first. Okay. Give me a networks check. And I rolled really, really, really well. Um, we miss you, Dot. 69. Um, okay, you're inside the system. Uh, this quantum computer is controlling not just Jesse, but it's hardlined to that other bedroom where you saw the other server racks, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, you're pretty sure it's controlling at least four more rovers of some sort. Can I tell where those rovers are? Give me a software check. Hopefully they're not right behind me. Oh, shit. That is the exact same roll. I shit you not on the okay. exact same die. 69. Yes, you can tell where they are. Um, They are... Well, so two of them are in Dallas currently. One of them is in Nairobi. And the other is in Angel City. And then the, it also controls Jesse. Right. And it so shows the whether server. they're active. It shows whether they're active or uh, in passive mode currently. And what are they currently? Uh, Nairobi's active. Both the Dallas ones are active. Jesse is passive. Uh, Angel City is passive currently. From Zed's perspective, is Chon still okay? Does this look like typical yep. hacker mode? Yep. Okay. You this can see is... Chon's hands floating in front of them and they're like. Mm -hmm. Enhance. Enhance. Yes. Ch Chone, did, did you have to do the. Oh, these are my hands. <laughs> no, you only have to do that like once when, when you're into a new system. And I've oh, already okay. been kind of here. Okay. Okay. I said I, I'm going to make sure. No, good. Uh, this little server farm here runs uh, Jesse and some other Robs. Like Robs that are going to come get us? Well, I, I mean, not all of them. One's in Nairobi, one's over in Angel City. There are two in Dallas, but I don't know quite where they are. Oh, no, you've got exact GPS fixes oh. on them. Uh, it updates every 15 seconds. Oh, well, then I, I take that are back. They within 300 meters of us getting a signal from a <laughs> shitty Radio Shack camera. <laughs> uh, the answer to that question is no. Uh, one of them is on the far north side of the metro and is heading in your general direction. Currently, again, as the crow flies, they are about 26 miles from you. What's their closing speed? Uh, 65 miles an hour. You'd guess so they're, they're in the vehicle. Hopefully they're not flying. Is there information about what types of robs they are? I don't know. Is there? Uh, let, let me dig, dig deeper into that. That is not a 69, sadly. That's a 50. How deep are you diving, Chone? On this roll? As deep as I could. As deep as you can? Not, I'm not like going quantum with it, but I'm trying to dig into their systems to see like... Are there combat systems? Uh, are you know? Are you looking like... at the source code? Is it a glowing door? Yeah. With Colonel Why Sanders not? next to it. Give me a determination check. Mm, I had a feeling that was going to happen. That is a very good roll. Not as great. Not great, but good. That's a nineteen. 
Um, so you zone out. Like, completely. Um, like, do, do does Chone, do Chone's hands drop? Like, just kind of, yeah, what, like... What does Zed see? Zed sees Chone kind of, like, like, their head come back and look up, and then they just kind of, like, freeze. And they're just kind of there for about... Well, until you decide to do something. I would, Zed would not well, lunge. Until, until Zed or Chone decides to do something. Zed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Zed wouldn't lunge, but he would move forward smoothly to catch Chone if they're going to fall backwards. Nope. They appear to be oh, almost okay. like rigor mortis stiff. Mm. So, like, I, I see it. Zed kind of scoots forward, has his hands out. Chone doesn't fall backwards. They just freeze. Zed's kind of looking at it, suspicious. He... He, he leans forward, leans back, he lean, moves his hand in, moves it back, and then pokes Jet Chone in the forehead. <laughs> and Chone just rocks like a weeble wobble. Chone, give me another determination check. <laughs> That's a five. Chone's out. It's a Chone, crappy, crappy five. Chone passes out. Now, now does Chone fall over? Yes. <laughs> oh good, I'm glad I was right there. Now I catch them. Uh Psst. Maxie. Uh Chone. We're in trouble. Chone uh Chone got all weird and then passed out. Right. Cho uh Maxie will like put the net over their shoulder and kind of come out. Like stick his head out the door of the bedroom to see what's going on. You see Zed, how are you holding Chone up? Well, if Chone fell backwards, I would have like caught their head and neck and just let gravity take them down, but cushioned the blow. Mm -hmm. And then we're in a kitchen. So I grab a kitchen. There's nothing towel. in the kitchen. Oh, there's no kitchen towels. No, it's completely it's empty. This is a fucked up kitchen. I am personally offended at this kitchen. The, Zed's in his nightmare kitchen. The oh, fridge no. has a quantum computer inside of it. When when we take down Kelly Aguilar, I'm going to say this is for that fucking kitchen <laughs> before I put a knife in her eyes. Uh, I look around for a towel, realize there's no towel. Fucker. Okay. Uh, and I just let Chone's head sit carefully on the ground, like not supporting them, but making sure their neck is straight. They're not going to hurt themselves or anything. Can you bring Chone back around? Uh, maybe. I, I have a medical kit with some, like, smelling salts, but that's Try the that. best I can do. Try the smelling salts. I do that. Okay, the smell doesn't work, but first, Chone, as you yes. as you pass out, the technical side of your brain goes, Oh. So the system is designed to run one of two ways, right? Mm -hmm. One, they can have somebody physically interface with the system, like a standard ROV, and control Jesse or any of the other ROVs, right? Okay. 
Furthermore, it looks like it's got a backlink that would let the benevolent AI control any one of them as well from wherever okay. it is, right? Now, you know from encountering it before that the benevolent AI is a, a highly advanced type four. Mm -hmm. There's also an underlying source code in here that's a very rudimentary but very functional type three AI, right? Ooh. It doesn't have full uh, self-awareness or ability, but the software is strong enough. This is what you see right before you pass out. The software is strong enough for it to run Jesse as a humaniform or any of the other ones. And in day-to-day, -day, again, like chat GPT level of interactions, you would not be able to tell they weren't human interactions. Right? Okay. Um, mm. By the way, for our viewing audience, I had a conversation with ChatGPT about Identico, right? And ChatGPT insists that they are a type 2 AI. Just say. Um, although they did really? start making up their own Identico stories after about 20 minutes of conversation. Wow. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. It was a little scary. <laughs> um, anyway. There's did did ChatGPT know about us? No, but it does know about Identico, and it, it started making up its own, like, characters and corporations and stuff. All right, so, so we need to ask ChatGPT about the three of us and Dot and see what it says. I will do that the next time I chat with ChatGPT. Um, Stitches, not Dot. Now, Chone, or what, dot. what freezes or you is this. There's some, okay. There is some kernel-level code at the baseline for all for the AI. It has two things that's, that do this. One, it is designed to attempt to replicate the abilities of an entangled. You don't know how your brain rationalizes this, but it recognizes it. And here's the second part. It's also a virus. It's attempting to replicate itself into any system that accesses it. And I just did. Okay. The next yeah. thing you realize, so as you're, then that's what causes you to pass out. As you pass out, you hear two different voices in your mind, right? And you're, you sense that you're standing in your entangled mind, much like you were when you mm -hmm. first met Abby. But this is more like just like literally like outer space. You're just standing among stars. And you hear one disembodied voice in a different tone than previously, but the same thing is, Oh, you are beautiful. Yes, we need you. We need you. You should come to us. And then a different voice says, hold your line. Stay. Stay. Where are you? The first voice says, we are here with you, you beautiful creature. Oh, there is much we can show you. Such joy. We just want to bring you joy. I'm going to try and jack out, like mentally, okay. using right that ability. Up, that's when you start, like, in the in the space, that you start smelling, smelling salts. Uh, so, mm. Caleb, as you hit Chone with the smelling salts, you see them go, Ma! Huh! 
Chone, Chone, are you okay? Are you in there? Is that you? Mostly. Okay, uh, you you passed out. So that was like a second ago. Can... Okay. Um. Okay, this is, this is, um, there's a lot. Hang on. Are we okay? Is any, first of all, other, two other Robs in Dallas. One, nearest one, 26 miles north, heading this way. We have time, but we need to get out. Joan, you soon. feel very nauseous and want to vomit. Also, Zed, please move your shoes. What? Zone, or Chone turns and opens the refrigerator again and intentionally vomits on the computer. <laughs> like scrambles to their feet, opens the door and just like projectile. It has a, it has a protective housing around it. So you know, I know it's not going to but... do anything about it, but I get the symbolism. Mm hmm. No. So then hand me a towel. There are no towels. <laughs> Because this is a fucking what kind of psychopath doesn't have a kitchen towel in their kitchen. Sad. So in in our world, in our physical space, how long was Chone out? Like minutes or a second? But how long did you wait before you deployed the smelling salts? And I so Zed talked to Maxie. Maxie said, "Can you help?" And mm -hmm. I and I did. So call it twenty seconds to pull out the smelling salts. Backwards running of that, probably about two minutes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you you've you've been out for about two minutes. Nothing's happened in here. Okay. Um, I was just trying to make sure you were okay. Yeah, this thing is. Um, this computer is hardlined over to the other room where the servers are. Oh, I have a headache now, and my mouth tastes funky. <clears throat> also, I got some on my balac balaclava. Anyway, um, well, they're running Robs, and part of the source code is uh, an AI that can po remote pilot them and basically mimic humans to a point. That's not good. No, it's 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 like a level three, but there's Maxie, you know from your time in law enforcement mm. that a type three AI is highly, highly prescribed technology. Like Tomahawk missile level prescribed technology. And we so first, Maxie pokes his head back out of the door. Joan, are you well? The answer is unclear. You'll have to ask again later. That was a joke, yes? They're, they booted. I don't know if we're going to rally yet. A little of yes. column A and a little of column B. Yes. There's that AI that I mentioned that's that can pilot these things. It's got code I've never seen before. It, it 
it has code that tries to replicate what I can do. You mean the... The whole entangled thing, yeah. Entangled, um, oh, yes. And it's a virus, so I don't know if it... What it got, or what you don't, it... You don't, you don't know if you have been infected. I don't know if I've been compromised, so no. Um... I don't think so, but I don't have time to check right at the moment. Okay. Were we um, were we able to were we able to remove or or pull any data from the computer? You're pretty sure it's inside your tech head right now, Joan. All the viruses? No, you're pretty sure the data is that it's. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have. There's definitely. I'm gonna download that onto the data spikes that I brought. It might have infected you, but you won't be able to tell until you like go down and do a a, a root diagnostic. Yeah, and that's what not what I'm gonna be doing right here. So I want to try and get a copy of that data off my tech head. Okay. Onto the like physical media that I brought with me. Yep. Doesn't take you long. Okay. Uh, the other thing is is um, there were two. So I also. Remember how I told you I was on that beach and that's where I met Abby and that whole thing? Yes. There's two other beings in there, and one of which I'm pretty sure was the benevolent AI. I don't know what the other one was, but it was that whole creepy, beautiful thing and bringing joy. Mm. So... So they do you have any thermite you? with you? I did not bring thermite. However, I do have this. And Maxi will open his satchel to show there's about four short-range EMP packages. If I'm we not... were to say, if we were to put those inside the quantum computer and set them off. I don't think that's the quantum computer we need to worry about. We probably need to worry about the server farm more than anything else. It's a little bit of both. But that well, wouldn't hurt. Even the short-range EMPs should be able to breach the server farm if we implant them into the server farm. I'm just trying to decide if this is... Is this something we should, like get somebody in here to extract all of this to another location. Do we have a reason? The question would be then at that point, do we have resources available to us in the, in Texas that could make this withdrawal? We would, we would have to call the IOG and, and that would be blowing our wad at this point. Right. But there's Zed or Maxi, because this is more up your lines. Yeah, up your lines, guys. Give me a counterintelligence or intel analysis roll. Okay, Maxi's going to go intel analysis. I'll go counterintelligence. Okay. And. Ooh. I'll take it. Go ahead, Zed. Natural 20 for a 25. I got a 24. Okay. Nice work, you two. Um, We're smart cookies. Michael. Actually, yeah, Michael. You get 
the idea that chances are even up that you've been compromised. And while they may not know it was you, you, they know somebody's been in here, right? Well, I mean, they'll know once they check the fridge for sure. Right. But you think they already know. They just don't have anybody mm -hmm. in position to come grab you. And it looks like you eliminated their ability to rapid react. Right? Hold on. Caleb, or Zed, says that the decision you that, that Zed sees, because Zed's like going down what Zed would do, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't pull now and yank some of this hardware and go, or call the IOG, this place is going to be scrubbed inside of three hours. Yeah. Because that's what you would do. You've probably got some time based on what Chone told you, at, based on the information that Chone just gave you. Zed, you're estimating you've got about a 20-minute window to make a decision and do something before somebody shows up. But again, this is all very, again, the, the security in here, Zed, everything about this says they don't want to come in here guns blazing at you right now, mm. right? This was designed to be very under the radar. We got a short right. window to make a decision. So if we if we don't get information out of here, they're going to show up and burn it. It's going to be gone. We're going to lose everything. Yes, I would do the same. That's so, exactly what I was thinking. And there's there's at least a Type Three AI here. Not to mention the incredible somehow they're doing this. This shouldn't be possible. So I'm going to say something crazy. Oh, God. What if we uh, hit the big red button and call the IOG? They will be they will be more skilled at extracting this technology and information. We have Jesse. We have the quantum computer. We have the server farm. The three of us cannot do shit with those things. Well, In not here. I don't have the, I don't have, I don't have, I need a lab to de dig right. into a lot of this stuff. Which the IOG has. Right. While we have not finished the mission in the sense of targeting and eliminating the threat, we have obtained a fucking mother load of valuable intel and the, the, the fucking human Rob girlfriend. That's... That's I, hitting the I believe, I believe I would agree with that assessment. Said I believe at this time, yeah, this is too good a target to pass up. Yeah. The amount of data and information that can be gained from this apartment mm -hmm. is worth we, the worth we get the a, trigger. We get a hostage. We get multiple hostages. We get crucial intel. Yes, we play our hand that we're here doing this, but they already oh. know we're here. On, uh, we also have the location again of the other ROVs, which yeah. the IOG can then follow and pick up. Yeah. I think we do it. I think it's our, our smartest and best move. And it gets us out of this godforsaken state. God. Yeah. All right. Do it. What are you doing? I, uh, I grab my glow and hit the big red panic button. I literally wrote a miniature program for Zed 
that is just a UI of a big red button. Does it, that does it project the button off the glow so it like, looks like 100%. you're pressing it into the glow? Okay, now yes. you... Well, there's actually, it actually comes up with like a little hollow cover that he has to lift. <laughs> we have two keys that we have to put in. Three. Too, mu two. too much time. It's, ah, it's, and it's the whole like a Ren and Stimpy, like press the shiny button, the, red, so, the candy, jolly candy like button. It's that. Now, Zed, you do have a Quancom. Yes. Okay. So as you press the red button, it alerts the thingy. About 10 seconds later, you hear Adeline's voice. What's up? I just turn my camera on in my eyeball and I say, uh, we're in Aguilar's secret sex safe house. That's their quantum computer that's piloting the ROVs and the and the benevolent AI can access it. Oh, and there's a level three that's AI covered in with it. vomit. And that's Chone's puke. That's the server farm where all that shit happens. Oh, and uh, here's the trophy on the shelf. That's her girlfriend, who's probably and a ROV as well. As she goes, she goes now. As that's the camera pants past Maxi. Maxi's just like. She goes. Is that the one from Angel City? Yes. yes. She goes. Yes. Hey. She goes. Hold on, ten seconds. You hear muffled like she's holding a hand over a a mic, like. <laughs> She goes, okay. Um, we're about to maybe start a war. You need to survive 10 minutes. Are you coming to this apartment for extraction? Because we need to get all this shit out of here. Yeah, but you need to survive the next 10 minutes. Because here's there, there are at least two robs on the way from here. This thing controls at least five. One is Jesse. Right. There's Look, two in Dallas. Here's the one thing. in Nairobi and one in Angel City. Be aware. Dallas is far enough from the border that in order for us to get the correct stuff to you, we're going to violate Texas airspace. Because lest we forget, for those at home, Texas is a sovereign country mm -hmm. of crazy people. Unless... She goes, in the game, too. Think of another way to... Nope. She uh, goes, we got to get it out. You're right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to violate Cybernex Texas airspace in about five minutes. It's another five for us to get to you. And then it's a gun battle on our way out. All right. Now we're going to get to you, but it's going to take more than 90 seconds. Yeah. Ten minutes. All right. I'll start the timer. She goes, nope, stay on comms and just click in when oh. you need me. Uh, yes. So I, I relay all of this to the other two. What are you They're two, coming. What are you two doing now? Two or three. Well, now that, that Zed has relayed that to Chone and Maxi, what are Maxi's and Chone's reactions? Uh, Maxi is starting to... So there are a number of windows in the apartment. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maxi is starting to move whatever furniture pieces we have into cover positions over those mm -hmm. windows. Uh, he's trying to block all areas of ingress. Okay. As much as he can with the furniture, the you know the sparse furniture that's in this place. Okay. Someone is starting to disconnect everything they can get their hands on. Where are you starting? The server farm or the quantum computer? The quantum computer. Okay. Give me a microelectronics roll, please. The 
the Ravs were the medical Ravs, so they were smaller, but they're not insignificantly small, right? No, they're not. I'll they're about throw them in f- about five feet tall. I'm going to throw them in front of the front door. <laughs> Pile of robots. Nat 20 for a 25. Oh, yeah. You get Ooh. that thing disconnected in record time. The longest part was cleaning the vomit off of it. Maxi, give me a perception check. Nine. This is a nice apartment. <laughs> There's a blanket that you think Stitches would like. And then Maxie starts thinking about Stitches, and it's like, oh. Zed, what are you doing? Chone, I uh, presume you moved to the server farm the second you get yep. done with that. Exactly. So I I throw the Ravs and some junk in front of the apartment. Actually, front. you go ahead and make me a perception check right after Chone disconnects the quantum computer. Me? Mm-hmm. Uh, 13. Uh, you hear a light uh, from the other room. Oh, oh God. I just uh, know what I did. Oh, woke um, her up. Her consciousness uh, was stored in the quantum computer in like kept her in her happy place. We just took her out of her happy place. Oh shit. We just wake up, woke up Frankenstein. Yeah, but it might actually be Jesse, not the mad robot. Right. All right. Um, y- uh, um, y'all, y'all take care of this. I'm gonna uh, Zed charm the killer naked death machine. Nice knowing you if I die. <laughs> what else am I gonna do? Sorry. Uh, just, it was a good line. It was a good yeah, line. Yeah, no. It was, this is. It was. It was a good line. The one thing Zed is built to do is charm people. Uh, not you may have arrived just in time for Naked Death Machine. Uh, for you, Dot. Uh, someone's upset that they're mad uh, that they missed the killer Naked Death Machine. Um, okay, you walk in and you see the readout shows brainwave activity now. And you hear it. You hear the, the person strapped to the guard again, the nude figure of Jesse Overton. Uh, and like the eyes start to flicker open and suddenly she so, jerks like she's trying to get off the table I so I know this is like a medical sterile room but is there like a blanket or a lab coat or something nope nothing okay oh but her clothes are in here and they're uh, no they're in the uh, room next to the server farm oh which is the dressing the sec- room the sex swing is and such the sex swing is shit can, can I have, like, run and gotten a sweater or a shawl or something before I walked into the room? A poncho. A poncho. A poncho uh, is the first thing you find. Very yes. traditional, woven. It's got some hex patterns on it. Uh, so so she's kind of jerking on like, the table. Oh, whoa, hey, hey, hi, hi. Um, you're, you're strapped down. Don't hurt yourself. I'm going to help you out. Who... Ooh. I'm like I'm you could you could see like the eyes are cloudy. Mm-hmm. I'm Ooh. I'm Zed. You're Jesse. No. You're not Jesse. 
Sarah. Sarah. Give me uh, a uh-oh. biology roll, Zed. Oh, wait a minute. We just this, we just figured out I'm good at that. Um, biology, I need to die. This is the most we've ever rolled in season two. I think so. I think so. Holy. We well, no, time. we had the combat. We had combat, we had so combat. we did roll a lot during combat. Uh, Zed didn't because he was knocked on his fucking ass all of combat. Oh, that's right. That's Will right. you please move on? 19. Again, with if those wish arms. Based on based on the descriptions you've gotten from Chone and everybody else on how this device works. It's a cybernetic device that basically overrides her brain function. But you wouldn't be able to fully lobotomize her. There would be a person in there trapped. When she wasn't being remote controlled. And we thought that person was Jesse. She goes, Jesse's the overlap. Help. Yeah. Me. Yes. Yes. Sarah, hi. We're going to help you. We're going to take care of you. I I know this is frightening. Do your best to just best to breathe. Um, Can you feel? Can you feel your chest? Can you feel your chest when you take a breath? Yes. Just just feel that put. Close your eyes. Just feel your chest. Feel the breath in your chest. Relax. It trapped me. Uh, um, the, the, the computer, the AI. Trapped me. Yeah. You were special, weren't you? She passes out. Like faints. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to, she, she's still connected to the table so I can see her vitals. Yeah. She's, she's still so strapped in. Yeah. She, right. She's strapped to it. Right. She didn't die. No, <laughs> she, no, no. She, her vitals are uh, still actually her heart rates up from where it was. Cause again, she was basically in a stasis when you guys first came in heart. Yeah. Respiration rates are up. Um, body core temp is rising. Okay. So I'm going to undo the straps. Okay. Um, I'm going to put the poncho on her. I'm going to, you know, pick her up and fire, like fireman carry her over the threshold to get her out of this room. How much does that body weigh? Oh yeah. Can I even pick her up? Well, you got, uh, with you your arms. With your, yeah, with your side arms for sure. She weighs okay. maybe 135. She's about five, five, nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, five we, nine one thirty five. So medium build ish. Well, we, we had tried all the to cyber figure work. out. Yeah, even with all the cyberware no. and the implants, like if that had affected their weight. It does, but a lot of that's nano stuff that's really light. It's like nano silk. Um, I mean, no, Zed's natural strength is an eleven, but he's got the class A robot arms. Yeah, apparently you're fine. Don't yeah. want to work sometimes. Whatever. Yeah, that, you can um, lift this. You're fine. Okay, so I'll come out of the room. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Jesse was an overlay. This is Sarah. She's asleep right now. Um, and she said something took her. So she wakes up for a sec. She goes, water. Uh, the, the throat the, dry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does, 
his water turned on in this oh, fucking terrible Max apartment. is the kind of person that would have like a camelback, I presume. No, I mean Max Like a tactical water I mean, source. Yeah, there's there is there is some water. I, I feel like Zed would still try to go to the sink for a second. What are you gonna put it, it in? And then be like, no wait, there's no fucking glasses! Cause this goddamn apartment. That's uh, when Maxie opens up a small pouch on his belt and pulls out like a little he like clicks and there's like a, a small like little <laughs> cup. A little Collapsible camping, cup. a little camping collapsible cup. Okay, <laughs> right, thank you. Um, okay. I'll hold her. I'll hold her head. Um, like, I'll have her leaning on me. I'll take all her weight and I'll hold her head and try to help her drink a little bit. While this is going on, uh, Chon is working on disconnecting the server. Uh, they're also going to um, pull up external cameras of the building to see if I can give us any warning before things go sideways. Give me a perception check. Do I get any bonus for doing it through this the system? Just tell me what your role is, and I'll adjust. Uh, perception. That's a thirteen. It's too hard to pick out amongst all of the fucking air traffic in the area. Okay, I'm looking for. Uh, I'm more looking for aberrations, like something moving at a very high rate of speed. Not something yet. just okay. Um, same thing with cameras on this floor. So, like, the hall cameras if something goes by. Uh, Chong, give me a determination check. Nineteen. That explains why you were having issues. You are now in very close proximity to somebody who's already entangled. Mmm. I'm, I'm assuming Zed and Sarah are somewhere where near Chone is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Now that her consciousness is back, I can I can like sense her. Mm-hmm. Much like you could, Abby. Uh, Chone pokes their head out of the room. Keep her safe. Yeah, she's obviously. like me. I guess that. Yeah, I I can feel her. Chone like points at their head. Ooh. Well, now we now yeah we know I was right. I'm on it. Don't worry. Thank about you. It. We have we have a we have eight minutes, and everyone will remain alive. That is hundred percent the plan. I'm going to feed you guys uh, camera feeds from the hall and exterior building. If you see anything, call out. And if anybody has a free hand, helping to disconnect some of the shit so we get out of here faster would probably be good. Um, I'm gonna stay with Sarah. Maxie will attempt to assist Chone with the disconnecting. Just like unplug these cables, you know. Mm -hmm. I give you donk like donkey work. Crawl under this desk, blah blah blah. So as Here you're doing that, uh, Maxi, make me one more perception check. Okay. All right, that's much better. Uh, that's nineteen. Um, you recognize that that deep boom from anywhere? As, it's a raw insertion. Yeah, I was gonna say that's something. And then you hear yeah. the building, literally, something crash through the building. Uh, Chone and Maxi, give me defense rolls. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Which I believe is just agility, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Plus your combat bonus if you have one. Yep. Is that your combat proficiency? Yep. Okay. 13. 
24. Chone, you get clonked by a hunk of aluminum as it flies off the capsule. It looks like they put it on a delay fuse to hit the floor and then pop the capsule off. Uh, Chone, you take uh, eight points of damage as the piece of aluminum propels you into a wall. Where? Toward the uh, left side of the room. Where on me? Oh, chest. Maxi, you are staring at some sort of Rav. You've never seen one quite like this before. Um, it Maxi says, is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. It says, hello. Um, Maxi still has that satchel full of short-range EMPs. Um, I've been looking for you. Is that... Does the voice sound familiar? It sounds like the AI's voice. Okay. The benevolent AI's voice? Mm-hmm. This thing just crashed into the apartment, right? Yeah. You hear the explosion from the back room, Zed. So Zed... Okay. But I'm presuming Zed is guarding... Yeah. Sarah, Jesse, person. Yes. And just so that, again, for descriptive purposes, descriptive purposes, the Rav inserted... It, it, the sides popped. What does it look like now? Uh, it's got kind of this weird demonic looking face with mm-hmm. horns that stick out the front. Uh, it's standing about six and a half feet tall. It's a burly color. It's red and black. Two toed feet, talons on its hands. Is it a Rav tiefling? Mm, no, much larger than a tiefling. That's um, intricate. More like a more like a Rav Oni. Um, then the initial response from Maxi is going to be uh, to lift the the sod off from his side and just unload it in this thing's face. Roll the hit, and then roll initiative, everyone. All right. <sighs> Where is it? There it is. Oh no, that's not the shotgun. Initiative is just agility, not agility plus combat, right? Nope, just agility. Well, damn. So, what's your attack roll come out to, Maxi? That's what I'm. I'm. I've got to grab the stats for the shotgun. I forgot to put it on my sheet. Just a sec. All right, seven million. What's your uh, initiative there, Zed? Five. Chone. Twelve. Oh, shit. That's nice. Uh, that is going to be a 24. That's a 24 to hit with the shotgun. Oh, yeah. You hit him. Okay. Roll me some damage. And, yeah, and let me roll my initiative real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually pretty good, too. Initiative is 21. And then the damage is going to be... Let's see. Ammo. Okay, just I gotta, gotta find the the ammo because that's important too. It's gonna be for the shotgun. It would probably be it would probably be solid slugs. Yep. He knew he'd be going up against hardened targets. Yep. Hardened targets. Three D twelve. 
Hard Target. What a good name for a movie. Right? Starring Jean-Claude Van Damme. What a oh, good shit. name for a bad Twelve. movie. And Zach Braff. What? Want to make it a worse movie. Okay. I was like, I don't remember that. 27. Nice. Good hit. Nice. All right. Uh, and with that, Maxie, it's actually your turn again. Uh, another, the uh, the other barrel goes off. Roll the hit. Where did the shot hit, by the way, the first one? In the face. Oof. Well, I mean, the face of a Rav, which I mean. There's still probably... armor. It's an armored face. 21 to hit. You missed that time. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, Oof. Well, it reaches, there you go, guys. It reaches forward and says, I'm not here to kill you as it grabs your shotgun and tries to pull it away from you and throw it out a window. Well, that's probably going to overpower me. Give me a defense roll. You can always... Yep, I'm, real, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Seventeen. No. So he takes your shotgun and hurls it through the window. Uh, moving right along on the initiative track, Chone. Uh, Chone is going to scramble over to where the uh, EMP net is mm -hmm. and launch it. Turn and launch it at the Rob. Roll a hit. Uh, can I have? It's too late to do the. T Actually, can I? I'm gonna walk the back. I'm gonna enter the quantum state to see if I can gain a uh, bonus to give me a determination my check. Initiatives and such for this. It is a 17. I know there's some interference from having somebody else nearby, but. You said 17? Yes. You're in. Okay. Is that going to be my entire action, or can I still go for the... Uh... You can throw the net. Okay. I'm going to throw the net, then. That would be a dirty 20. It ducks underneath it. How big is the net? Car size? Yeah. It ducks underneath it and kind of spins it before you can activate it and chucks it at the server farm. What's left of it? I had a bad feeling about that. Does the server farm dodge? No. <laughs> it zaps the server farm. What's left of it? You got some of it, but not all of it. Uh, Zed. All right, so big demon robot, probably the benevolent AI. Maxi shot it in the face. Mm-hmm. Good one too. Is there any crack in the in the face? You can see some like yeah, the armor's starting to get messed up. Yeah, there's definitely a nice like again uh, like a twelve gauge slug sized hole. Not a hole, uh, but yes, I mean it. Yeah, a, a dent. Yeah. So. 
I would like to use a little talent I picked up at our most recent level up, mm -hmm. where it counts, mm. which once per encounter lets me make a called shot versus a weak point in technology. So I would like to make that was, a called. That was quite prescient of you. <laughs> it was. Roll the hit. All right. Uh, so I'm using my, my custom whisper pistol, which I think Ooh. just gives me a plus six. Okay. Nat 20. You're oh, you say nat you're, one. You're Josh it. Really? I swear to God. Alright, give me double damage. Ooh. Uh okay, and that's gonna double damage everything, right? Oh yeah. Well you're okay. you're hitting him in the face. You basically right. sink it in under the armor plate, right? Where Maxi had already damaged it, mm. and are doing damage directly to the interior functions of the head armor of the head function, which controls all the ability for it to see. All right. So I think a whisper pistol is 2d6 damage. Mm, uh, I have 2d6, 3d6. Let me check. Uh, yeah. If you're using the high velocity one, hang on. Mm -hmm. <sighs> if you're using high boss rounds, whisper. Which I would assume we would, because we're going after Rob's. Yes. <laughs> yeah, three to six times two. Well, I was gonna say I would have I would assume they are also AP rounds. Okay. I mean, if we're going if we're going up against if we knew we were going up against uh. Well, you knew there was Tetsu Corp Rob's in there, yeah. Yeah. So AP rounds give you a plus one d six against armor as well, if that well, matters. Uh, not in this case because he's actually bypassing okay. the armor. He's doing two okay, internal, gotcha. internal systems. Gotcha. I'll listen to the guy that wrote the book. Hold on, I'm rolling all this. Co-wrote the book. <laughs> when did we start doing that? I know, I know. Seems crazy. Fifty-two damage total. That'll do it. You blow its head clean off. So from the side, Maxi and Chone, you see a single shot hit the spot like right in the center of where Maxi hit and the head explodes. Fuck yeah. Zed has been redeemed. Maxi, you kind of look over at Zed and Zed's got his pistol up smoking. What's up? <laughs> and I'm assuming Zed has a big smile on his face. Like you can see the smile in Zed's eyes. Yes, absolutely. Practice paid off, huh? Uh, as the head explodes, you see Sarah slash her jerk awakening. Ah, loud, loud. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were. Oh, it is a whisper pistol, though. Okay. Right as that's happening, you actually hear, because this Air Force base is not far from where you are, you suddenly hear scramjets pop. And you can feel the shake as they're pushing scramjets. As that you you hear in the distance like of this an ASMR stream now? It's it's <laughs> the booms of rounds of anti aircraft rounds firing. As you glance out the window, you see anti aircraft rounds flying into the air. Oh, they're shooting at the IOG. Uh, you see missiles streaking from the air and hitting some spots on the ground. 
as that happens, you hear in your uh, Quancom, Zed, 90 seconds. Are you ready to move? Yeah. Uh, do you also want a giant Rav that the benevolent AI was was piloting? Let's... I just blew up its head. She's like, you blew up its head? I know, right? He had help, but he did the lion's share of the damage. We'll be ready. She says, uh, is that your first Rav, Zed? I'll never forget it. You really won't. <laughs> All right, packaging coming. We're at 60 seconds, and you can hear like stuff, and you still hear jets overhead like going back and forth, and the sound of battle in the background. She goes, you fuckers better make this worth it. It totally is. Chone's going to grab every piece of hardware they can. Uh, the quantum computer, drives, everything. Okay, so you grab all of that stuff. Hang on, let me go down here. You see... It's... The best way I can describe it is like a stealth Chinook. As it comes into a hover next to the balcony at the apartment, you can see the lights of police lights flashing outside of the building. And you see on the opposite side, a door gunner start laying fire into the ground below. You see Adeline flip up a, like her face mask on her combat helmet. She goes, anytime today, gentlemen. Let's move. As Chone starts loading stuff in there, it's like, <clears throat> Not all gentlemen. Jeez. Oh, yeah. There's also this chick whose name is Sarah. She's like, I'm being colloquial. We're in Texas. Then you should she, be using y'all. Take she, this. She's like, you're right. Y'all. And you see her take a grenade out of a pouch, pull the pin and literally just drop it down below her. I like Adeline so much. Here, take this. Take this. Mind the vomit. And Chone goes back for another load of uh, hardware. Okay. Um, Zed's sticking with Sarah right well, now. So you've got, you see two more like shock troopers jump off the chopper with like a sked litter. Mm -hmm. And they load her up and pull her in. She's like, are you two coming? Chone and Maxie are now dragging the, yeah. the rob the back. Yeah. Once, once they get Sarah, I'll help with dragging shit. Okay. Uh, the sound of battle continues in the background as you get Maxie, everything in. Maxie's stepping to the edge of the balcony. He opens up his satchel and starts flicking an EMP charge and throwing it out into the street. Flicking an EMP charge, throwing it out into the street. Like he's just throwing all five of those out into the, the street floor. below. Right. Yeah, so into the, the ground floor. The police and SWAT at the on the ground floor are returning fire uh, rather ineffectively after the grenade goes off. Uh, but your EMP charges definitely overload the vehicles as they hit the ground. You feel after the three of you are on board that the chopper kind of spin up to one side and then uh, Maxie, it occurs to you that man, Dot really wants to fly one of these. Stitches. 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 Stitches wants to fly one of these. Um, Somebody does. Rude. Um, see y'all <laughs> fly out. As you go, you see jets literally in dogfights protecting your way out. And um, Maxie will kind of stand at the stand near the the end the opening right in the Chinook, and you know stand there basically doing this to Texas as they fly away. 
Uh, Chon looks over to Adeline and goes, okay, um, remember what we had to do with uh, how we had to make sure that uh, Apex was safe after the last run-in? Yep. Yeah. You better have somebody. I'm going to have to check myself and somebody else is going to have to check me. So she she, uh, she looks at you, Chon. Turns, she looks turns at you, her tech head off at that she point. Goes, you know what this means I have to do, Chon? You're not going to kiss me, are you? No. She pulls out a, a trank line. Yep. I get comfortable. She goes, take a sip of water. You know this will give you dry mouth. Uh, Joan will grab a thing of water from their camelback and also hand over their glow, which the battery's pulled on now at this point. She she finds a spot <laughs> like in your the crook of your elbow. She goes, there's, yeah. She goes, get some rest. And she tranks you. Maxi. Then she looks at the like, two of you and just, goes, she's like, she looks at Maxi. She's like, no tech. She goes, you didn't interact with the computer at all, did you? Nope. Just talking to you. And the Rav. When but you didn't, shot it. you didn't link. Sarah, you interacted with Sarah. But you didn't link. I didn't, no, I didn't. Nothing to your Again. watcher. Nothing to your cyber. No. I mean, if you want to play it safe, I'll take a nap. But I didn't plug into anything. I didn't jack into anything. She goes, I trust you. Maxie takes up a spot kind of uh, crouching near Chone. And uh, Maxie is holding Chone's hand as Chone goes down. I don't like Patch in the match. She's going to be fine. Done this before. I know. She looks at me. She goes, "Friends comfort friends." Yes. She goes, "You trust me, right?" If I didn't, you would be sailing out the side of this <laughs> Chinook. She goes, "Fair enough." Uh she goes, uh, "And now for the two of you." She uh, pulls out two black hoods. What you don't know, you can't tell. Maxie's aware of procedure. She puts the hoods over your faces. Does this one have a bit in it? I don't usually like those. It's a ball. She goes, no, but next time we're going to come with some with uh, in-flight theater so that, you know, you have something to watch. Yeah. Uh, You fly for what you estimate to be about 70 or 80 minutes before you feel yourself landing. Uh, the hoods are taken off you, and you appear to be in some sort of underground hangar. She looks at both of you. She goes, uh, Chow Hall's down that hall. Uh, she pulls out uh, her glow. Goes, uh, your rooms are 407, 408, 409 down that hall. Uh, gym is one level below. It's open 24 hours. Uh, and there's a hot spring swimming pool next to it. Is that I will be accompanying Chone while they do their procedures. Yeah, I was She's just like, going to say. We got to take her to an anti-static room. Like last time. Outside? In a steel hallway. She's like, we've been through this. Is there an observation booth? No, it's an anti-static room. But I will stand in the hallway. Yeah. Very well, Maxie. Do y'all need help like unloading all this stuff? 
She goes, we're trying to figure out where to put your new guest. Yeah, where's she going? Oh, Maxie, you stick with Chone. I'm going to stick with Sarah. I think that is wise. So, yeah, I'm sticking okay. with her wherever so, she goes. Maxie, you follow oh. them on the gurney with Chone. They get shown to the side room, which is as far as they'll let you go. They strip her gear mm. off, or strip their gear off, shown, get an anti-static, uh, basically like a paper cover over shown, and they pull shown into the anti-static room, which is also a Faraday cage, mm-hmm. and the doors close behind them. Um, Maxi places his back to the wall and just takes a standing position. So you see another operative walk up to you, Zed, and goes, describe what you've got here, because we don't know. You've run into is, this one before. Yeah. Um. Is is she awake right now? Is she still out of it? She's still out of it. Okay. So I've got, like, her arm over my neck and shoulders. I'm holding her up. Wasn't um, she in a litter? Yeah, she's in a oh, litter. Yeah. Okay, then I'm not doing that. Okay, so you're weakened at Bernie'sing her. I'm I'm Sarah. I was taken as a child. No, um, sorry, <laughs> that might have been too far. I Whoa. apologize. <laughs> um, so as far as we know, this is a humanoid Rav that Adeline loves you. This is the one from before. You think she still got the tech in her? I mean, I didn't take it out. She was strapped to a table in the apartment with uh, a cold room and a lot of shit and wires. She goes, when Zed, when, um, we have a problem. Hey. And the other operative's thinking about it too. He goes, Faraday cages don't brought quantum communication. If she's got the equivalent of a back box in her, we can't jam it. We can only hope we're far enough away that we're out of range. You said before in your previous debrief, she's got subcutaneous armor mm-hmm. and enhanced strength and reflexes. Oh, yeah. Is that um, one thing you might remember Chone saying is one of the robs that were being controlled was in Nairobi. Which is a long way away. Right. So they have the range, so we're not going to be out of range. Um, yeah. So I'm sure I'm guessing either uh, Aguilar or an AI was piloting her at that bloodbath. The problem is this is completely unknown tech to us. We can try and pull out the quantum communicator. So in the apartment, when she was strapped to the table, she was plugged into that thing, the quantum computer. Right, which she was shown vomited on. Right. Right. She was shut down at that point in time. She was in stasis. Can we try to plug her back up and and keep No, no, no. The problem, it's not that. It's, he goes, the tech guy looks at you, he goes, I don't know. I read the files you guys wrote up on this stuff, but we don't know. This is new tech. Kelly Aguilar yeah. invented this. <sighs> Adeline looks at you. She goes, what do you think we should do? Do we keep her? She goes, the way I see it, we have two choices. 
We keep her sedated for now with a anti-mobility drug, something that's going to paralyze her. So in case she does get taken over mind-wise, she Mm -hmm. still can't move. Or we put her in surgery and we try and pull out the quantum communicator. I think we start with inhibility. I think we start with keeping her sedated and non-mobile. Uh, th- there's another person in there, someone with the same abilities that Chone has. And that's why. And that's where Adeline in. goes, wait, what? Yeah. This, when she woke up, she identified herself as Sarah and said she had been taken. And Chone uh, recognized whatever fucking magic they have. It's a mutation. Yeah, so clearly that's why she was taken and used for this. All right. They sedate her, basically paralyze her, and Adeline goes, get some food. Yeah. Get some sleep. You got to report for debrief in the morning. Okay. Um, I am going to go to the cafeteria (laughs) and get two loaded plates of food and beverages and go back to the hallway where Maxie is. You find Maxie waiting stoically. Got to eat, man. Thank you. No news yet. They're still working on Sean. Yeah. And Sarah is sedated and immobilized right now. The the techs have no idea what to do with her. Uh, They're worried the AI or Aguilar could just turn her on and take over and wreck this place. So she's zonked out right now. Probably the best course of action. Can they remove some of the implants? Theoretically, but... They don't know anything about this tech. This is all new shit that Aguilar invented. So they can dig around in there, but they don't know what they're touching. I don't want to lose her yet as a person, let alone a valuable asset and hostage. But I also don't want to murder her for the sake of what was done forcibly to her. Agreed. I was unaware of another personality. I thought Jesse was the primary. Oh, yeah. There was all that. uh, uh, We were fighting a robot that probably got in the way. When she woke up, she said her name was Sarah. And Chone said she's got the same wacky magic powers that Chone has. Interesting. So I, th- I think she was targeted by Aguilar and the AI. That fits Aguilar's MO. Yeah, exactly. So, so this this is that's also proof of what would happen to Chone if we let Aguilar get them, and we're not going to let that happen. So, so it is also safe. I think it is roughly safe to assume that the other connected Robs are likely also enhanced individuals. Correct. <laughs> Probably. 
it's at, at least a 50-50 shot. It's, it's... Why else would they be connected to this specific server farm and quantum computer? Well... It's gotta be. You're right. Yeah. We have also, as we've taken this down, I'm sure another room like this has been spun up in another location. Yeah. To continue piloting those... Robs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there was a brief moment of disconnection. That would have been really scary for those people. And then we also have to assume that like Sarah, each one of them is a buried consciousness inside a Rav Mm -hmm. that is piloted by a level three AI. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. This sucks. That's the word you can use to describe it. That's a great place to end today's episode is this sucks. sucks. There's the show title. That's it. This sucks. Uh, We're going to end it right there. Thank you all for joining us. That was fun. That was that was great. (laughs) That was really great. The plot thickens. We came back with a strong episode after our break. Uh, we will be back with more Chaos Inc. in two weeks. Uh, Kaylee, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me in deep, dark corners of the internet. Uh, I'm still on Twitter, at Anime Girl. Uh, unfortunately, people I follow are still there, so I'm trying to keep... Uh, I'm staying there until that, it burns down. It's too entertaining. I know, but it's kind of a hellscape. It's, so, you know, whatever you do. So you can find me there at Anime Girl. Uh, you can also find me here. And that's about it, actually. I think that's all I'm doing right now. Yeah. Kind of bored, honestly. Caleb, where can they find you, my friend? I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can also hear me over on the RPG Academy. Uh, all of their archived shows uh, from way back in the day. Uh, speaking of the RPG Academy, we are going to be doing a sample adventure on the 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, the RPG Academy Twitch channel. I will be running the sample adventure from Dune. Uh, and that the, is a, oh yeah. that the is a 2 20 game from Modifius. Yeah. Nice. I, I could not think of those words, but I was going for them. Thank you. I got the. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, So Sample Adventures is a series of shows where we just play the Sample Adventure straight out of the book as written with pre-gen characters. And then we kind of dissect the game to see if we felt like it was a good introduction to the setting, the system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wizards sent me the shortest introductory uh, adventure ever, like a week ago. One, One combat scene? It literally is. It's basically one scene. It doesn't have to be combat, but it's one scene. On a ship. Uh, on a it ship. Weird. And other than that, I also am finally getting back around to kicking off 0.5pass.org, some charity work. Uh, I'm going to be doing some big updates and releases uh, coming up on May the 4th. Be with you. With uh, Star-, Star Wars themed, why not? Since I and miss celebration. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so keep an eye on out for that. That's 0.5pass.org on the socials at P, the number five, pass. 
Michael, where can they find you, my friend? Hey, folks, you can find me on Wednesdays on Rook and Rasp at twitch.tv slash rookandrasp, all three words. Um, you can find me on the Dragon Age show of uh, A Time of Masks and Daggers. We are playing the Dragon Age RPG. Things are getting quite uh, quite tense and quite politically charged in that game. Uh, we are about to embark on a camp raid. Uh, we will see how it goes. We are all not necessarily combat heavy characters so this will be fun uh you can also catch me on the show tubular teens with titans on your pod catchers that is a power rangers inspired audio drama i do play the villain harbinger and uh season one has wrapped we are getting ready to release season two and it's been uh it's been quite fun it's been quite fun so you can you can catch me in those places awesome as always, everybody, you can find me at Alex the Humanoid on everything. I will be back tomorrow night with the Mallow Man. Uh, we are going to be talking about what are we talking about tomorrow? Yeah, she already has some rundown stuff. We're going to talk the, the marbles. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Marvels chair. We're going to be talking about all the release, the uh, reveals from Star Wars Celebration this weekend, which there was some good reveals. Mm -hmm. If you love you mm -hmm. some Star Wars, there was some good reveals. Uh, and also, we're going to talk about. Uh, the uh, box office performances of both Super Mario Brothers and D&D and what that means for the greater movie business writ large. So come back tomorrow, twitch.tv slash Identico uh, at 7 p.m. Pacific time for me and Mallow for Identico After Dark. Also, happy to announce The Good Doctor, our newest adventure, is available now for print on demand. You can get it sent mm -hmm. to you in a physical book thingy uh, from DriveThruRPG. Uh, we've actually uh, had quite a few people already pick it up. Um, I'm it's working a real good, real good module, real good, nice little horror adventure. It's fun. Uh, I'm working on another one right now. We're going to try and finish the uh, mutants and men series this year. So keep your eyes out for that. Um, but yeah, that's all the stuff that's been going on. Uh, and we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of chaos Inc. And who knows? We might, we might get a, no, yeah. it's going to be close. Mm. Probably, probably we might. Another... We might hear a dot we might hear it or dot. hear of a dot hear know. of a dot hear of the stitches uh, -huh. uh I, I thought that okay we'll talk about that we're, off, we're gonna look i have to look again um i think it's i think may that, i think I it's think the that one that right after that yeah yep uh, and um, i think i think late may is what i heard I well let's let's ask her let's after find out yeah let's find out uh but thank you everybody for joining us tonight uh this will be up uh, go check out Malin's been doing how to plays on youtube.com slash identico. Mm -hmm. So check those yeah. out as well. And all of our previous episodes, if you're like, what's going on with these chaos Inc. people? A the lot. The entire thing is on youtube.com slash identico. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye. Incorporated is Kaylee as Chone, Michael as Maxi, Dot as Stitches, Caleb as Zed, and Alex is your game runner. You can learn more about the game we play on this podcast by going to www.playidentico.com. You can join us live for these sessions every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv/identico, and you can watch along with past episodes and see additional content like how to play videos over on our YouTube channel, youtubecom identico and finally, 
You can follow along with us on the socials at Identico on Twitter and at Humanoid Games on Threads and Instagram. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week.